It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Let's go to Doug Schoen, of course, uh, the great pollster and political consultant. Doug, first off, let's go to what happened in Congress, of course. What, what's your reaction to the race in New York? My reaction to the race in New York and something John Casamitidis and I have discussed for over 25 years, if Democrats run with sanity uh, for immigration reform, closing the border, tough on crime, uh, reducing taxes, they win in suburban areas. Um, with all due respect to our former president, um, his unpopularity hurt uh, the candidacy of Maisie Phillip. And had she run as MAGA, she would have lost more badly than she did. The Although, I mean, Doug, what about also Biden's unpopularity? I mean, he didn't even want, uh, you know, Swazi didn't want Biden to campaign in the area. He bar- he couldn't even mention wise. the word Biden. He's unpopular. That's right. It was very wise. But in New York State and in that district, Donald Trump was more unpopular <laughs> than Joe Biden. So, look, this is a case study of what the Republicans have to deal with if they run uh, as anything other than uh, center right. If they run hard right, and I know Philip didn't, but if they're positioned hard right, particularly Rita on abortion, they don't win. Doug, this is Pete King. I was actively involved in the campaign, and I always admire your analyses. I'm really not disagreeing with anything you said, especially agree with the fact with Donald Trump. I thought it was the ultimate cheap shot that he took at uh, Mozzie today, called her a foolish woman. Uh, that that district was tight. I think what won it was Tom Swazi really ran on Republican issues, and he was yeah, able to sell it, and he handled it well. Yeah. Yes, and I'm sorry to interrupt. My, my apologies, but yes, that's exactly right. And if the Republican Party understands that, as you do, it can make a mid-course correction. If it doesn't, we'll have more and more of these results to the detriment of the GOP. Uh, Doug, you know, you're a national expert in in politics. Uh, Give us your pulse of where you think the country is. Well, what the dialogue I just had with Rita is about it. Trump unpopular, Biden unpopular, a plague on both your houses, a desire for change, a desire for rational policies. We need more Pete Kings in Congress and in the Senate. And somebody like Pete King, who decided not to run, is representative of the challenge we have with our democracy, that very good, very smart, and very successful people are opting out in numbers that uh, suggest the underlying challenges we as Americans face. Yep. Uh, Doug Schoen, Judge Weinberg has a question. Welcome back, Doug. Let me ask you this. What's the impact on Biden of the special counsel report in terms of his uh, candidacy and electability? Boy, I I would say the following. I think it is a very, very serious shot against him. Uh, I can only say that it ratifies what many people, we've certainly discussed it, you discuss it frequently, have said about Joe Biden. And so far, his press conference really confirmed and ratified what special counsel Hur said. And I don't think at this point, uh, Richard, unless you have a different view, the White House has any credible response. 
So what did they do? You know, it's interesting, Doug, because there is this pressure now by the media, too. And it's not just, you know, it, it seems like a lot of members of the media, which I'm happy to see because it is a legitimate question. I've been on the other side of the aisle there in the White House where I'm firing the questions. And it's a legitimate question to say, OK, he's taking a physical later this week. But they're saying, why not a cognitive test? President Trump took one. Uh, he's not doing it. I mean, we know why he's not, but it's a legitimate question. And I think those questions are going to linger now uh, throughout, don't you? I do. The The problem, and it was really uh, the issues in the special election, the issues that uh, Pete King was speaking to, Biden will basically say, you may have doubts about my cognitive ability, but my positions on the issue Not my accomplishments, but my positions on the issues are more in sync with swing voters than Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump just continues to run ultra MAGA, it will make his election more, not less difficult. Doug, I don't want to overemphasize this, but I think, uh, again, up until the last minute, that was an even race. Uh, The highest was he ever got in the poll. That's what I saw in the polls. Yeah. And I saw the internal polls were the same way. Democrats were very nervous, I can tell you, even on the day of the election. I just think some of the ranting that Trump did over the weekend, talking about Russia, talking about NATO, that created the sense of instability. And Swazi, his big campaign was, I will work with both sides. Swazi really couldn't say that because she hadn't been there. But Swazi, I had been in Congress. I work up both sides. I think that had an impact, a last minute impact. I don't want to overemphasize that, but I sense that in the last day or two. Uh, You would do your party and your candidate for president a great favor if you go to Mar-a-Lago and repeat that message. (laughs) Pete, you have an assignment, all right? Uh, Listen, if he would listen for a second, it would help him. He's his own worst enemy right now. Well, And I think in this case, let's be honest, Pete, in this case, I did not think she did as well in the debate. I think the debate hurt her. I really do. I I got one last question. Even Democrats told me they thought it didn't because there was no moment to have where they could uh, I got one last question. Yeah, sure. Cindy Adams says that Michelle Obama may run. David Axelrod said, no way, she she is not running. Which side are you on? I'm on neither side. I'll give you my announcement. <laughs> That's a good plan, sir. <laughs> we get to August. Biden, for whatever reason, decides at or before the convention not to run. If the former first lady and the former president decide that a two-month campaign, a three-month campaign will be in their interest and the nation's interest. That can always change. I think Pete King would agree with me. John, I think you might agree with me. Very few people who look the presidency in the eye are able to say no. I'm not interested. Nobody says right. no. Yeah, nobody's. And nobody she would. Be, and if, 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 if she if, ran, she'd be the first female president. If, if, That's if, a big deal. If offered, nobody. If offered, nobody says no. And right. if a group of Democrats come and say we want you, yeah. Do you feel the same way about Hillary Clinton? I think she's got a tougher road to hoe now for a variety of reasons we don't have time to get into. Understood. But I, I think it's more likely to be Michelle than anyone else that the Democrats come to hat in hand. Hey, Doug, thanks for the comment. One last question from Rita. No, it's all true, Pete. It's absolutely the truth. Yeah, and I have one last question. This is interesting, Doug. Um, uh, Billionaire George Soros has now just become the biggest stockholder in a big uh, U.S. radio company. Uh, Is Soros the Mark Zuckerberg of 2024? You know, I don't know the answer to that. 
but he has the resources, the motive, and now the vehicle. And it's an election year. Yes, it is. Thank you so much, and uh, we're going to have you on soon again because I love talking to you. We do. I do, too. I, I do as well. It's always a great pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you so Doug. much. Thank, Thank you, Doug. Doug. Thank you. Thank you.